Welcome to the Minor Touches of Major Impact podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is. Nope, we're dreaming of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, and we're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. And just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you tuned in today. It's my heartiest desire that you're going to get some fundraising gold nuggets out of today's podcast and my thoughts that I share. I have something special. I have something to offer you for free. So at the end of my thoughts that I share, I'm going to outline what I'm giving to you for free, and it directly relates to what I'm talking about today, and it is starting your end-of-year fundraising with a plan in July. Yes. (laughs) I remember as a pastor realizing the power of fundraising at the end of year. The beginning of November in our church, we could easily be six digits behind in our budget. But but by December 31, we could easily be six digits ahead. It happened year after year. And we began to count on that. When we caught on to the end of year power for fundraising, we harnessed it to fund some fantastic projects. I'm sure you've noticed this predisposition, maybe propensity, at the end of year for people to give. I'm sure you've noticed this, right? It's always a great joy for me to help clients get the money they weren't counting on at the end of the year. Most of my clients last year received a lot of money they never expected. Still, I have had some clients do poorly. Almost always, poor performance in end-of-the-year fundraising is preceded by a lack of preparation. So, it's not too early for me to challenge you and ask you, are you ready here in July to maximize your end-of-year fundraising preparation. Now, here's a gold nugget for fundraising. Here it is. Great fundraising at the end of year requires thoughtful planning ahead of time. That's a piece of gold for you. Now, before I challenge you to start your end-of-year planning and fundraising now, let's go over the end of your big picture. 50% of nonprofits receive a majority of their annual donations in the last three months of the year. Those nonprofits that know how to harness end of year giving, they get the majority of their budget met in the last three months of the year. 
Mm. The average amount of money donated to nonprofits in November and December each year, $48 billion. I'm trying to challenge you to put your hook in the water and grab some of these $48 billion fishes. Wow. First time gifts made by donors in December. They're 52% larger than those who start their giving at another time of the year. Mm, Insight to get insight there. You want to work hard to get some first time gifts in December. They're going to be half again as larger as those people that you snag at other times of the year. Nearly a third of all giving happens in December. Now, 12% of all nonprofit giving, 12% happens in the last three days of the year. See, law, pause, y'all, think about this. 12% of all giving, giving happens the last three days of the year. I'm challenging you. Listen, listen. 53.8% of nonprofits start their end of year giving. They start their planning in October. Now, my goal here on this podcast and over the next few weeks is to challenge you Beat all of them, get ahead of them in line, and you start your planning in July. Just under a third of nonprofits raise up to half of their annual funds at the end of the year. And then direct mail is the most popular medium for end-of-year appeals. Mm. Nonprofit gold nugget. Here we go. Catch it. Here it is. The most lucrative season for fundraising is the end of the year. I'm going to give you another piece of nonprofit gold. Most nonprofits don't plan for the most lucrative time of the year until it's too late. Most nonprofits don't plan until it's too late. They start planning in November, and sadly, they will start planning in December. My challenge to you today is in July... Think about Christmas, Christmas in July. (laughs) Now, in my consulting with my clients, we plan on our end of the year giving starting in January 1. We start in January. So if you hired me, I would start with you on January 1. I've started with clients in the middle of the year and they do raise a lot more money at the end of the year because in the beginning, at the middle of the year, we work really hard looking toward the end of the year. I've had clients hire me in November. They just piddled around and said, let's just get him to help us grab a lot of money at the end of the year. And I'll tell you, it's never works. And I tell them right up front. If you'd have hired me in June, if you'd have hired me in July, if you'd have hired me in August, We'd have had a lot more success here at the end of the year. But they hired me anyway, and I will tell you, it does not work. It didn't work for them because there wasn't enough time to implement a strategic plan to rake in a huge haul in November, in December, in the last three days of the year. And then on that one day when more money is raised, 
than any other day of the year, December 31. Now, the most significant part of the plan involves adhering to a fundraising, I call it rhythm. It's an excellent fundraising rhythm. Just imagine when I say rhythm, I'm thinking of more of a a pendulum that swings to the right and it swings back to the left and then it swings back to the right. I want you to imagine that pendulum swinging to the right and all the way on the right is asking for money and appeal. And then that thing swings back to the left and on the left of that pendulum swing is uh, telling stories and showing donors, telling them thank you by giving them the stories that they should already have been collecting by paying the donors with stories on the left. And then it swings back to asking for money. And this is a rhythm that involves asking on the, on the right, swings back to the left, and there's reporting and in the middle, there's thanking. So you ask, and then it swings to thanking, and then it swings over to reporting. And reporting is where you tell stories. That's where you let people know. It's where you, your donors pay you with donations. And then on the other end of the rhythm of the um, pendulum swing, there's asking on the right, and that's where they give you money. And then on the left, you have been collecting currency stories stories are the not are the currency that nonprofit leaders collect in order to pay their donors for their gifts so they give the pendulum swings on the right the pendulum swings back to the left and you pay them and you pay them with stories reporting so fundraising gold here's a nugget here's a fundraising gold nugget Write this down. A great fundraising plan involves the rhythm of asking, thanking, and reporting. But can I tell you where so many fundraisers fundraisers miss it? They start the rhythm with asking. And they should have started this rhythm with reporting. Wow. So Instead of jumping out and asking, first report or first tell stories. Excellent reporting involves telling stories about how your mission has impacted people's lives. Now, are you getting this? Is, is your brain catching on? A nonprofit gold nugget. Grab this. When I say hey, I'm giving you a nugget, these are the things you'll want to write down and you want to put them on sticky notes and put them on your computer screen, put them on your bathroom mirror. I don't know. These are things that if you ingest and take these nuggets and make them a part of who you are and what you do, you're going to get all the money you need. So here's your, here's the nugget. Asking for money without excellent reporting is far less effective. Because you may be saying, David, we don't do that and we raise money. I'm not saying you can't raise money, but I am telling you, I tell you, if I wish you could believe me, if you will report before you ask, you will get a lot 
more money. So asking for money without excellent reporting, it's just far less effective. When you become a better storyteller, you'll become a better fundraiser. Reduced fundraising because of poor reporting or poor storytelling is a significant problem to remember when you're thinking about your end of year fundraising. If you wait until the end of the year to ask without excellent reporting or storytelling ahead of time, you will raise significantly less money. Are you starting to catch on here? You're catching me, aren't me? Aren't you? And this is where I said those those clients that hired they just waited. Let's save money, and we're going to hire David in November so we can mop up at the end of the year. Those clients who hired me in November, we didn't have time to uh, salt the jar. I've written about that. Uh, salt the jar or prime the pump with all good stories in July and in August and in September and in October and again in November even. So fundraising gold nugget, write this down. I'm giving you something great. Your end of your fundraising will be significantly less if you haven't told great stories, if you haven't reported well in the previous months. So here's what I'm challenging you to do today. Start telling great stories now to maximize your end of year giving. We're in July as I'm recording this podcast. We're in July 2021 and I'm challenging you, nonprofit leader. I'm challenging you, missionary. I'm challenging you, pastor. Start telling the right stories now. And it will have a direct effect on your fundraising in the most lucrative time of the year, the end of the year. Are you preparing now for a huge end of the year cash haul? Now, if a big cash haul happens for you, it'll not be by accident. You don't accidentally get to the end of the year, make an appeal and a huge cash haul comes in. A huge cash haul at the end of the year will only occur with excellent reporting. Excellent reporting will not happen without a plan to tell great stories. Now, I'm making sense now, right? Make sure you have a plan to tell great stories in July. Make sure you have a plan to tell great stories in August. Make sure you have a plan to tell great stories in September. Make sure you have a plan to tell great stories in October. Selah, y'all, pause. Please think about this. What if you had a plan in July for maximizing your income in December? What if you had a plan for maximizing your income on the last three days of the year? What if you had a plan for maximizing your income on the one day when more money is raised than any other day of the year? December 31. Do you have a thought out smart plan for December 31. That's my challenge to you today. That's my show. But I've got something good 
that I want to give to you. This is uh, this is something I'd say if you got two brains, you want to take advantage of this. What if you could get me, an associate, to personally walk you through a plan for an over-the-top end-of-year fundraising strategy? You would take advantage of that, wouldn't you? I know you would. Well, here's the good news I have for you today. My business is going so well, and I'm looking for ways to give back. I want to give back to nonprofit leaders, fundraisers, pastors, missionaries, and I know I hear from you from all over the world. I'm so humbled, and God has been good to me in my business. I want to give back. So Tuesday, July the 27th, I'm going to offer myself to you for free in a webinar. My webinar is Great Fundraisers start the end of the year in July. (laughs) Christmas fundraising starts in July. That's my webinar. And I've asked a friend of mine and she's, she's, oh Lord, she's nothing but just a walking piece of gold on this earth, Kay Helm. She's a good friend of mine. She actually works for me sometimes. I hire her to help me with my stories. She is a expert. She is an expert at storytelling. She goes through everything I do before I give it to you. I give it to her first. And she says, she's very kind and gracious, but I trust her. David, let's change some stuff here. Now, this is for free. She's agreed to do it with me. This is our gift to you. You just have to sign up to get the Zoom link emailed to you. Again, why would I do that? I'm going to tell you genuinely. I'm going to be very honest with you. I have two overarching reasons. I've already told you the first one. First, I genuinely want to give back to the nonprofit community. You've been so, so good to me. In 2018, I left my church and I left pastoring and I gave my whole life to helping nonprofit leaders and pastors and missionaries. I wanted to do it so bad. I did it for free. I did it for free. And I began to slowly get some paying clients. And today I'm loaded for bear. If you want to hire me as a consultant, I'm kind of at the place now that I need to put you on a waiting list. So let me tell you, you have been good to me. God's been good to me. That's reason number one. I genuinely want to give back to the nonprofit community that's been so good to me. Now, number two, I want to be honest with you. I want to get some good practice under my belt to actually charge for this webinar in the future. I'm just being honest. I walk lots of nonprofits through this process face-to-face. People hire me and they pay a lot of money. I have to be honest about that. But I've never offered myself one-to-many. I make my money one-to-one. I really would love to be able to offer myself. I want to go from one-to-one to to one-to-many, but I need to practice this. So I'm going to practice doing something I've never done before, and that is I want to give myself 
one too many. Now, my need for practice works to your benefit. I need to practice and I'm willing to do it for free in this webinar. So my need for practice works to your benefit. In this webinar, I'm by the grace of God, I'm going to keep it to one hour. I'm going to work hard to do nothing but blow your mind and load you up with fundraising gold for an hour. I'm going to do it for free. To be honest with you, I'm being honest with you. I want to give back and I want to practice so that in the future, I'm going to charge for this webinar. I'm being totally honest with you, but I need to practice and I'm going to practice on you. So my need for practice, it works to your benefit. Honestly, my suggestion to you is while it's free, grab it, grab it. So I'm putting a link in the show notes. You can click the link and you can sign up. Now, I need to tell you, this is not something I've I'm set up to do. I cannot take a lot of people. I only have a, I have a small Zoom account, which means it's going to be on a first come, first served basis. I'm sorry, I'm just not set up. I want to go there, but it takes it takes extra money to have all that kind of set up and administration. I'm going there, but when I do it in the future, I'm going to have to charge just to cover at least the admin and setup fees. So for the few of you who uh, managed to get in quickly, I'm going to do this webinar for free. Better jump in. So click the notes in the show notes and sign up. Get your Zoom link. Um, just reserve your place. Reserve your place. So well, I'm so glad you tuned in. I'm so so glad you tuned in. So if you enjoyed this episode, you might maybe want to forward it to someone else. Some non some of you are not nonprofit leaders. It amazes me that business people listen to me and they take what I teach and a lot of them use it in their businesses. So maybe you would uh, forward the show to the nonprofit leaders that you know and let them get in on this webinar. It's just something really great that I'm telling you, I'm going to pack it full of fundraising gold and you'll be glad. They'll be glad. So I'm ready to send you away. Click the link in the show notes and sign up for my webinar. It's, uh, we're going to do it at 11 and 5, 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern time. So grab one of those, click the note, the link and sign up. All right, I'm ready to send you away. Thanks for tuning in today. Always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We are not pleading. Nope. We are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way. Every day, we're a little clearer in our message, and every day we learn a little more fundraising gold strategy. Every day, another piece of the puzzle comes together. So until next time, this is David Oaks saying, Forget it's paying attention to the minor touches that lead to major impact. So long.